Hey everyone, welcome back to the IWP Network, or if it's your first time, welcome hanging out with us. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast, and feedback is always welcome. So make sure to check the links below for all social media links, audio and video versions of this show, and merch. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing that feedback, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, impromptu tornado tag podcast. Um, Surprise! Yeah, so we had a, I had some stuff going on today, and it kind of fell through. So I was like, "Man, I want to get my boys involved," and we we put out a call to action, and we got two members of the tornado tag podcast team. We have a member of Wicked Turtle and High Tension Wrestling, and we have a member of the PA Pile Driver. And welcome back. <laughs> welcome. Hey. Yeah. And what a weekend to do it. The Royal Rumble's tomorrow. We're in the midst or the tail end now of the biggest indie event in these crazy times we're in. Great weekend to do this. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot to, we have a lot to cover, talk about. We are going to be playing the uh, Pro Wrestling Scorecards um also. So if you go to over to digital.prowrestlingscorecards.com, you can play along. Uh send us a message and we'll give you our our code. Actually, I could just say it in the chat here. Because you know you guys are watching, that makes sense. Uh, you can type in code two B F C eighty two, and you can join the Tornado Tag Podcast and family beer burp um, community, and you can play along with us and have some fun. But let's get this fun. This the one thing out of the way quick. We want to thank our sponsor, Abaddon Tattoo Studios, a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. They provide high quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed, professional, and sterile environment. All the links are below. I don't know if you guys seen this on our previous shows, but um, not, they, they gave us not one, not two, not three, but five $100 gift cards to give to Man. our listeners. We have five, referee. Five. Well, we're, we're down to four because we oh, have, yeah. we also Woo! have, yeah, we also have a Patreon. Patreon is $1 to get a shout out. And it's also it's five dollars to get a uh, to get bonus content. So we did a bonus episode, and we did a thing where we put a secret code name in. And if you said the if you were the first one to comment the code name, you won a one hundred dollar gift card. So we gave the, we gave our nice. our Patreon people first dibs at that, and uh, and Jen was our first winner. So she's receiving a hundred dollars off her next tattoo. Um, Go Jen. And she also was said that code name Mantar. The code name was. Pineapple Express because that was the was name of the beer we were drinking. Say is it pineapples and then yeah. it was pineapple express. Yeah, that was the name of the beer we were drinking. And for the people who are watching, you, I did not shave my head. It was an app, uh, but it, it's getting a lot of responses. So a lot of people who are freaking out saying, "Please, Good. Will- if you're go- if you're going to shave your head." First rule of pro wrestling: if you're going to shave your head, you got to put it on the line. You got to do an angle. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll do Kinda- that. Kind of look like the John Cryer version of Lex Luthor. I will say this. I look pretty good bald. I mean, I don't know if my head looks yeah. that nice, 
you know, but it was it wasn't a bad look for me. I'm not I'm not too upset about it if it if it uh, if it just so happens to happen for me. Um, I, I've done it before. I've got the fat bumps on the back that don't help. I got like a birthmark on the side of my head. It doesn't work. Too yeah, I, I cut my head open a lot, so I probably my head probably looks like Abdul the Butcher if I were to shave my head. <laughs> I was watching those old wrestling challenges, and uh, one person that can give Abdul a run for the money with the gig marks was King Curtis. Uh, those wrestling challengers are when he was the wizard. He was managing Kamala. And oh my goodness, is his head scarred up. Yeah. But speaking of our Patreon, let's get that let's get that out of the way as well. So first off, we want to thank the PA Apologiver podcast, which is Curtis, uh, that's subscribed, uh, Hyreth in Other Words podcast, Jay, um, Austin Blackwell, Jennifer Myers, and Keith Skater. So however you sign up is your screen name, and, and that's how we're going to do our shout-outs. Now... I just want to put it out there now in case it ever happens. I'm not saying it won't. I'm not saying it will. Positive vibes. But if it gets to the point where we get a lot of people who keep subscribing and we get over, let's say, 100, I will not be doing 100 names to start every single podcast. So we'll have to figure <laughs> things out there. But you have to roll credits at the end. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Roll, roll the credits and then just everyone's name pops up. That's actually a great or, idea. Or like just like the guy from the Micro Machines commercial just really quick. Yeah, we got to hire a guy. <laughs> But um, yeah. So let's let's uh, let's dive into the the indie stuff first. So this weekend um is an event uh, YouTube, correct? It's over on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, YouTube Fight TV. Fight. Oh, yeah, why my Alex knows more about yeah. this? I, I know nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. YouTube and Fight TV, um, free on both platforms. Um, just asking uh, for anybody that's willing to do so to head on over to Indiegogo and. Uh, just donate something that um, anything a dollar uh, it all gets split evenly between all of the wrestlers that performed uh, just kind of a way to give back to all the wrestlers who have kind of lost work uh, and, and their normal bookings over this past year yes yeah, so, so I have I do have some questions and obviously if, if you can't answer some of them obviously just give me the look and we'll move on but you were involved this weekend you were you were in Philly got to hang out correct yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just pretty much the beginning of it is uh, I, I got to deliver a casket for uh, use in the Leo Rush and uh, Blake Christian match. It was the casket that we used for the uh, Halloween show at Camp Leapfrog. Uh, so, yeah, showing up there and not knowing that I was meeting Leo Rush was pretty cool. Yeah, he looks uh, great too, by the way. Yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely cool. Um, Did he talk about NXT at all and how they're pretty much using a character to make fun of him? I, I'm unaware of this. Yeah, they made a character yeah. in, in NXT who is like the scrub of he's like the new James Ellsworth of wrestling. But in, what's it, what's his name? Lee, it, it's it, Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff. Ruff. Is that? It's got to be Leo Rush. Yeah, it, at least when he was when he started, he was getting squashed every week. Uh, he's starting to he, like it's a title holder now, or yeah. was you know he, he was yeah he dropped at the Gargano yeah he was like the guy who would just like I mean James Ellsworth has two wins over AJ Styles so you know what I mean like but uh, I mean they they treat Leon Ruff a little more seriously than I that. agree he's yeah kinda, he's basically their Mikey Whipwreck right now yeah but it just his name is just so eerily similar he, just, he was yeah. Leon Ruff before he was in NXT he was Leon Ruff and Evolve oh really oh, yeah. no oh, I, yeah, yeah, I, was. I wasn't aware of that so that's that's good to know I, I thought yeah, they no, were I knew uh, that name. I thought they were shooting shots at him, and I'm kind of glad yeah, now that, he, that they're not. Very, he's very small, but he is, oh, he's a good athlete. He, I thought He's I, fun I, in the ring to watch. He's super fun yeah. to watch, but I thought it was like a, I thought we were getting like a little angle where they were just talk, like throwing shade at him. 
I don't think that's the case. That's good. That makes me feel better because yeah, I do. like NXT a lot, <laughs> and I didn't want them to be that company. Um, I mean, oh, WWE is that company. They're they're incredibly petty. But, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think this case. Yeah. That that that's happening. Yeah, but uh, it, what was the environment like being back at a show like that? I mean, you've experienced it a little bit here and there with Camp Leafrog, but getting into an environment yeah. where people are like, "Oh my God, I get to see friends and I can reconnect and I can be social and." You know, it, from what I saw, it, it was somewhat like that, but it was more, uh, hey, we're putting on a serious show here. Mm. Uh, it, was, it was very much like, hey, production's happening. Everybody's kind of got their thing to do. Um, that I mean, that's pretty much the atmosphere, aside from it being incredibly cold in the building. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell, like, people, I, I think, right, I didn't really watch a whole lot last night, but I started watching a little before Camp Leapfrog came on this morning. Mm. And it was one of the wrestlers in the show before that, the Black Label show, uh, came out and you could see his breath, and it's like, whoa, okay. Oh, yeah. And then, and then later on, and then when Camp Leapfrog starts, I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for Sam Turner right now. She's there in a dress. She's like, <laughs> she, like getting under eight blankets after she goes off camera. Yeah, she was she was bundled up backstage, and she's like, oh, I guess I gotta. She was like yeah. a she was like an NFL quarterback in mid December in Green I Bay. Mean, with the... I mean, also you have the wrestlers who are wearing even less, but they're also wrestling. But yeah. then in that in that Supernetico, they're also standing outside the ring too, which is like, oh, that's gonna suck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if you thought that was exciting, wait till we get our collaboration twenty four hour podcast stream going, where we break up twenty four <laughs> hours amongst five networks. <laughs> Oh my God. Talk forever. <laughs> Just gonna Talk be called forever. Talk like Forever. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know who else was there? I uh, I was up late because you know I, I was there for uh, the the beginning of things and then I I left to and waited till kind of like Leapfrog a little bit before Leapfrog, um, but I stayed up most of the night watching a lot of this stuff and who really stood out to me was Charles Mason. That dude's a beast. Uh, mm-hmm so good like everybody that we've kind of gotten to meet from house of glory at ppw this past year have has really like gotten creative with their characters like charles mason uh and, and physically and 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 has ta- like a up their game completely uh the main event aside from like gimmicks aside they are a cohesive unit Mm-hmm. I've been it's saying amazing. for I've been saying for a minute like get on the main event train because it's only a matter of time before someone catches on to them. They're 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 special. Yeah. They're yeah. a special tag team. Um, and speaking of those guys, I don't know if anybody else saw this, but uh, AW Dark coming up. I think it's this week. It's going to be yeah. Casey Navarro and Ray Phoenix. That's going to be a fire match. Yeah, fire <laughs> match. But the uh, go back to Charles real quick. He was the guy at the P- at PPW who was maybe the most hated heel on the roster even mm-hmm. more than the champion at the time and he was he had heat and charles had it higher than everyone else and in mm-hmm. one night Ooh. oh it, in one yeah. night had the entire ppw universe cheer him turn oh, it, you said cheer him yeah like yeah. He, he became the biggest baby one of the biggest baby faces in the company when he became a oh. baby face well, the the super heel move is when he spoiled the Avengers movie. Yeah, you remember? I mean, that was like, yeah. oh, well, easily, I hate you. Yes, <laughs> like as a person, I hate you right now. Yeah, like like I said, he's such a good heel, but in one night, he got the entire crowd on his side to be a babyface, and then and then him and Evander made the uh, the best friends skit where they were like. <laughs> 
pretending yes. to measure each other's like e well not each other's but measuring their wieners and <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. but yeah i mean it just, it just goes to show not only is he fantastic in the ring but he knows how he he know he gets it he understands the yeah. the, 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 the character development he's so good that and i've never seen someone walk into ppw or anywhere from ring house of glory and not be talented yeah yeah fully agree i mean you get the the amazing red tutelage so oh yeah mm -hmm. it's kind of hard I would have been a great tag team name too. I love the yeah. tag team name. Yeah. Oh, the the, the trust fund or the trustees. Oh yeah. <laughs> one of yeah. So, somebody in one of these four boxes may have pitched that <laughs> on the have came up with that name. may have pitched it <laughs> on the bleachers it. and it and it stuck. Dang. Yeah. Brian was like, "Oh, you guys will be a good team name. Will be the trustees." And they looked and they're like, "Well, that's the name. That's we're keeping that." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So kudos to you, Brian. By the way, uh, they weren't in the Cybernetico, but I think my favorite tag team name of all time, and then they did wrestle in the uh, Big Gay Block, which was after Can't Believe Frog is Oreo Speedwagon. Best tag team name ever. Yeah. Man, uh, Will Xavier got thrown from the steps. Oh, they got destroyed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I'm watching it on a message board. I'm, I'm, like, kind of watching the show on a message board with some people who are, like, hard, hard, hardcore wrestling fans. And they're like, uh, Oreo Speedwagon, that's a great name. And then uh, the end comes out, which is the team they, they faced. And they're like, it's a shame they're going to die now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny. Now, let's, let's, let's dive in real quick, just because I want to give you the due respect that you deserve here. Uh, you, you behind the scenes were talking to us and you're like, man, like, I want to I start high tension. And you're like, you set goals and, you, and we talked a little bit about it on our show last, but now you're, you're face to face with us here. We can hear your beautiful voice and, and, and hear you not just through, a, through typing. But you, you, you did say back in the day, you called your shot a little bit. You're like, man, I, I'm going to start a wrestling company. And I would love, like, my dream would be work with this company. And then it finally happened. How did that come about? What were the feelings like going into it? And, and now experiencing it, what was the end result? Uh, well, one, the feeling is is surreal, man. It doesn't feel real at all. Um, but, yeah, it's just, that was my goal. Like, I, I set literally just a few goals. Uh, it had to do with the cinematic wrestling. Nailed it. Frog immediately accomplish that um i wanted to give an opportunity to wrestlers who may not have the best opportunities well chikara went under <laughs> there's your opportunity uh you know and we're looking to bring some other people in as well that are, are of the indie darling and the you know guys who still need an opportunity aspect of it i know Plus, a guy i know a guy who taps into both those where he's from chikara and and, and wants opportunity yeah, well, he is on the list. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in the uh, the group, my man. Um, and, and I absolutely love that guy. Yeah, he's... But, uh, yeah. So, well, speaking of that, uh, we are in talks with uh, no details, but there's some high-tension stuff in the works as well. Yeah. And we still um, we still need that Deshaun Pratt and uh, Matt Turner uh, shoot, shoot match or whatever. That... Right. The, that I want to see that in the worst way. <laughs> they are gonna kill each other. It's gonna be. I mean, but in a respectful. It's gonna be a, a just a, a a fucking awesome match. Yeah. So yeah, but like I said, like a couple, all realistic goals. Um, and then I set one goal that I was like, wouldn't this be freaking cool? And I would never expect it to happen because I wouldn't have had a way for it to happen unless we stood out somehow above everybody else mm -hmm. 
And then COVID happened. And then we had to get creative. And that's how like Leapfrog was born. It was born of a 4th of July barbecue party, pool party, um, that would have ended in a swimming pool battle royal uh, with all sorts of fun gimmicks. Um, but then the speak out movement happened and put the kibosh on that. And then we were able to persevere. IWTV was still ready to back it. Uh, of course, the big factor in this is that we are always going to be working with Chris Levin. I absolutely love the guy. Um, <clears throat> so with his help, we had that IWTV connection. And with his help, we designed the Camp Leapfrog from a 4th of July barbecue. Yeah. And, um, you know, through his through his connections and everything, we were able to really just advance what what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Like high tension would have been one thing and it would have grown steadily. But then Camp Leapfrog came along and it just blew up. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So how did that come about? Um, so we're doing our shows and. Uh, they designed this, uh, the fight for everything. And Chris texts us and he's like, he texts Andrew and myself and was like, Hey, uh, do you think I should ask and see if this is a possibility? And so he asked the owner of GCW and already they're aware of what we're doing and yeah, gave us the shot to do this. So sick. Love it. And, uh, yeah, so I've known about this since like the beginning of July or July, uh, January, and it's just been incredible, like an incredible feeling. And to have actually been able to be there and watch it, knowing that it was only me, B, personnel because of the COVID, uh, I was able to be there. I was very thankful for that. Um, yeah. Being like my biggest dream to have this happen and then actually be able to be there when I probably shouldn't have been was cool. Yeah. It it's crazy, man. Like, even just speaking for us, like starting this podcast, we were just friends who sat at a kitchen table and talked wrestling, and then it evolved and members changed, and we landed, and then kind of met you guys and through the PPW crowd, and then just being accepted to be backstage at a PPW show was just like, holy shit! Like this is this is different than sitting at a kitchen table. Like you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it. So I couldn't even imagine being at even a bigger scale than that, and just I. My moment where I was like, this is this is legit happening is when we like had a conversation with the Brooklyn Brawler. I was like, that that just happened. Like he just came down and talked to us. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like who that night in with Charles Mason. Yeah. And like bumping bumping into Billy Gunn backstage because I'm trying to get people to autograph their stuff so they can sell the eight by tens of the autographs. And I'm like, I walk into a mountain of a man of Billy Gunn. Like I was like, that's that's Billy Gunn. I played like he was my go-to character in No Mercy, like and really? there he is. You know, like, it's just like, yeah, walking. Yeah, up. he was my first go-to, and like, well, I started on, on the uh, SmackDown games on PlayStation. Uh, the Fame Master is my was, favorite move. I was gonna say the Fame Master was the move I was obsessed with. So Billy Billy Gunn was my guy. Mm-hmm. And then walking up to the headbangers and telling them that they were the. Remember when the toys changed from the plastics to like the 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 bigger like the the the, 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 the jacks. The first set, I the first toy I got was was the Headbangers. Nice. And I was like, "You guys were my first toy when I." And they're like, "That's awesome, dude! It's on my shirt." And I was like, "It's totally on your shirt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. It's a weird. Like, I don't care. Call me a mark. Say whatever you want. I'm a fan of pro wrestling. If being a mark is a negative, then you can have it. But I don't take it as one. When you when you see people that you were a kid 
and you meet them in person, or even if it's just like an interaction where you're both welcome to a spot where the general public isn't there, it is a cool feeling. Dude, a lot of my like happiness comes from being an adult and accomplishing those things that I never thought I'd accomplish as a kid or, you know, my dreams as a kid. And it's just like reconciling that childhood. It's a beautiful thing. And, you know, like you guys with the podcasting and me with what I'm doing now, it's just like, you know what you're passionate about. Keep, keep at it and like, keep positive. Like it's that positive energy that opens those doors for you. Because if you're going to come to like PPW and you're going to be negative, they're not going to let you in the door. They're not going to let you interview their talent, yep. but you're positive. Like you have a great spin on it. You give great reviews. If you have negative things to say, you say it in a nice way. Yeah. Like, you know? And it's the same, same with me with everything I do. That's how I got into PPW. You know, we partnered with them. We were positive. We've gotten noticed throughout the business. And then I was able to open up my own thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, so. it's exciting in just a short period of time with all the obstacles that were thrown in our way as podcasting teams to to get to where we are, but still work as a cohesive unit and get stuff done and, and be willing to help one another. It's it's exciting for the future. I can't wait to uh, to get to the point where we're not doing this over video calls and we can go hang out somewhere and do it. It's it's it, the, the the future is promising. Absolutely. But uh, let's let's get into the camp leapfrog section of this fight forever. And it's a one-hour block, but because it's a cybernetico, it's one match. It's uh, but it's a hell of a match. And and go on YouTube. I'm sure um, if you go back at this point, by the time we're done, this it'll be you have to go back about ten hours or so. Yeah. Uh, or just wait until it's archived, and you'll find the uh, the Camp Leaf Frog block. And it's a cybernetico match. And we kind of ran this through the last time we did it. Cybernetico matches are basically a modification of a survivor series match in this case it's a nine on nine team but it's also there's almost like a batting order like you would have in baseball where you can't just tag anybody in you go in a certain order two people start off and then you have to tag out in a certain order there's only one person on the apron on your team everybody else is on the floor so you have to keep that in mind and then when you tag team lumberjack match yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were tag team. We have people who can catch dives match. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, it, it comes from Lucha, so that's literally a, a big thing there. So, and then at the very end, when you only have one team left, they go against each other until there's just one winner. So that's that's the big thing here too. So in this, we have the best campers ever, Boomer Hatfield's team, against a very good professional wrestling team, uh, captained by a very good professional wrestler, formerly Dasher Hatfield, who. Uh, yes and if you're going through Chikara lore that is uh that is boomer hatfield's father his estranged father and they have not had a great relationship since <laughs> so we'll, we'll just get into the people here by running through the eliminations and because you're going through all these people and you want to give people a chance to establish themselves you it's not like survivor series we have somebody losing in two minutes uh in fact the first person eliminated is abs who is a uh, a favorite of camp leapfrog people love him yeah he's, uh, he's he, been he's he's turned into the face of camp leapfrog I I, yeah. I I always call him the moral compass of camp leapfrog yeah. he is the he is kind of the uh the heart and soul and, and in fact one of the things that was very cool was he was the first baby face to lose and i think it meant more that it was him yeah because uh, it was on the halloween episode and he was the first one well, to it'd lose, be so. weird to not go into a camp leapfrog and he's not there like, it, like yeah yeah. So he is uh, he is eliminated by a very good professional wrestler, 
And then Abby Jane on the Best Campers Ever. She goes on a roll here and she eliminates Blank and Dan Champion. Uh, but then she is eliminated by a very good professional wrestler. And then we have a little bit of a uh, kind of a tag team match. And, and they have a little bit of a different name every time they're in Camp Lee Frog. Yeah. Uh, Matt Mikowski and Travis Huckabee. It's always, it's usually Salt the Something. Uh, he, <laughs> and uh, Salt the Earth, Salt the Snow, if they're with uh, Molly McCoy, whatever it might be. <laughs> um, I love that tag team. Oh, I love that tag team. Uh, You're a big fan and, of him. Uh, if you're buy- if you're buying stock right now, I think Matt Mikowski is like buying GameStop stock. Yeah, I, I have a- <laughs> to the moon, baby, to the moon. <laughs> That's right. He uh, he he he. I not had a conversation with him, but I, he joined the Tornado Tag Podcast community page, and I was like, yeah, "Hey, so- man, dude, share all your stuff in here. Like, we're a big fan of you. Like, you have you have full reign to post your stuff. So, if you're a big fan of him and also pop culture and video games, he has his own video game stream channel too. You can go check out." Bellator fighter. Uh, he's fought in uh, Bloodsport and GCW. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's gonna be. He is. He's already something. Yeah. Uh, he's got, not gonna be. Say he is something. Uh, but he he is uh, next to eliminate Midas Black, and then Travis Huck could be right afterward, like less than a minute afterward, eliminates Jay Lyons. So main event uh, falls to Salty fill in the blank Salty Earth. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, Boomer Hatfield gets back uh, into it, and he eliminates Matt DeMorris from the uh, the the. Rudo team, the uh, very good professional wrestling team. Kelly McMurphy uh, eliminates the boar. That dude, uh, I believe that dude's one of my personal favorites. I, I Killian's, yeah, Killian's very so talented. And, and really, really, had a chance to let his personality shine too. Yeah, talk about a great heel. There, there's none better than Killian. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to work it. He, he really opened the portal to hell. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's, He's but, as big of a heel. But behind the camera, he is a giant sweetheart, and he, like, like I said, we, my, our first time ever being able to film at PPW, um, we, we didn't really know what we were able to do, or we didn't want, like, what we can do, and I was like, I don't really want to bother people, but being from our first couple shows were Outbreak, and that's where we seen Killian was out Outbreak, and uh, Ian Bush was there. Or like, I'm like, let's go, because that that night was a seminar. And it was also the night of the Rumble. So there was a bunch of guys who were not PPW guys, but guys who I would like to see more in PPW. So our strategy, myself and Brian, was to go and get those interviews because PPW obviously likes us and they want us there. And if we're putting over this guy and we're also fans of wrestling, it's a guy that we can get more shine in the company and other companies. So definitely and Ian Bush and, and Killian were those guys. And Killian had a great night that night in the Rumble. He, 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 are you him and Hedder were one and two, and they were both there toward the very end. Yeah, I think they were both eliminated within like uh, like forty some some minutes after you know they were they were killing it. Yeah. And then uh, so he eliminates the boar, who uh, if you're a Chikar fan, you may remember is the proletariat bear of Moldova, and <laughs> <laughs> hell of a name. Uh, and he and then uh, he is eliminated by Erica Lee, who really shown in this match, really shown on the show, uh, Erica Lee. And then uh, if. And and Alex may beg to differ here, but if you want to talk about a uh, an MVP of this match and, and an MVP of maybe the show, uh, from what I saw, uh, the next elimination is from Still Life with Apricots and Pears eliminating CC Booth. Still Life, she was amazing on this match. Yeah, I can't argue that. I can't argue CC Booth is a psychopath. <laughs> you know. <laughs> still Life coming off the top of that balcony. Still Life yeah. was uh, Still Life was crazy here. Yeah, because it, it, it is it's such a it's such a different thing because if you remember back to the first Camp Lee Frog, she has a rounds match with Cheeseburger, and now she's jumping off of <laughs> jumping off of the balcony of a bar. 
can't believe that happened. When uh, when this match after it aired was, did you guys notice or see an influx in Camp Leaf Frog social media wise? Uh, you know, I because I managed the uh, Instagram, we did have a bunch more followers. Good. Uh, yeah. Um, also, um, IWTV uh, posted that they're like, "Hey, we sold a Camp Leaf Frog shirt today." <laughs> nice. Yeah, something's working. It's definitely. I think this helped our, our social media. Oh, I, I, think. I almost forgot what wrestling shirt I have on today. I was a little chilly, yeah. so I have a long. But I'm rocking the uh, the Alpha Club. Oh, nice! I got Jushin Liger. Camp Lee Frog. Yeah, I. It was, <laughs> was it, Camp Lee Frog's on the top of my pile. I was gonna wear it. Oh, no wrestling shirt, Chris. No, I didn't get the memo. Oh, Dang it, man! Jesus Christmas! All right, you're out. Uh, <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> As, as great as Still Life was, uh, she did run into a brick wall here, though, uh, which was Masha Slamovich, fresh from Japan. One year in excursion, she's back, and she is she means business. Yeah, it's a whole new Masha. Yeah, and uh, it took it wound up taking three people from from the uh, the technical team to to beat Masha. That was Boomer Hatfield, Erica Lee, and Molly McCoy. Uh, Two-thirds of the Christmas Trails champions there, uh, eliminating Masha. And then a, a very good professional wrestler to get rid of Molly. Boomer uh, gets rid of a very good professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. So now basically down to a tag team match. Uh, it's going to be Boomer Hatfield and Erica Lee against Travis Huckabee and Matt Mikalski. Erica Lee and Boomer get the better of Salt the Earth. And then it's them facing off one-on-one. And, and what I'm calling upset, Erica Lee wins the Cibernetico over yeah. Boomer Hatfield. Look at uh, look at Camp Leafrog putting over the ladies that night. Absolutely, yeah. That's uh, I think that was special, man. I, I like her winning was incredibly special, not only for her, but I think for Camp Leafrog for GCW. I think for everybody, it was yeah. something and, special. And for and not only that, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. Not only that, but um, in the blocks after this, after this, you had Effie's big gay block, mm-hmm. which had a lot of uh, LG, LGBT plus wrestlers and. Um, like we, I, we were talking before the show, I think, or no, it was actually the very beginning of the show. Oreo Speedwagon was in there. Yeah. And, um, then after that, it was, I believe it was called Hot Girl Hot Shit. Hot Girl Shit. Yeah. Alley Cat Hot Girl Shit. Yeah. Which is a TikTok of, trend. I, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to, I don't want to out myself, but I, I don't know how I know that. <laughs> a lot of, uh, there were a lot of Camp Lee Frog alums in there. Erica Lee was in that yep. too. Molly McCoy was in that too. Uh, Kai McKenna, not in a Cibernetico, but she was in in that block so yeah, yeah. even there the camp leaf rock talent really really yeah. stood out. yeah Our campers shined and and it, it's awesome to see even going back real quick as a quick callback i mean because of the speaking out movement this camp leaf rock almost what i mean camp leaf rock was almost ended because of the speaking out which is not an saying in a negative connotation whatsoever uh, yeah. but the fact that this camp leaf rock has given people a platform and also has put over new women stars you know it's yeah. it's a great thing yeah. as well yeah, there's a lot of beauty to everything that uh, happened um, and the way everything worked out. And uh, Camp Leafrog is very pro-LGBTQ. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It, well, it's pro-inclusion, period. Yeah. Um, th- so, Which High Tension is also all about, which is a huge reason I'm a huge fan of it is also. Oh, 100%. I mean, that, that that's our core philosophy is positivity, inclusion, and creativity. Um, but I think... I'm so happy that this has become a platform for wrestlers to become 
exposed right now, like not in a bad way, uh, but you have the coronavirus and you have the speak out movement. The, the playing field has been wiped clear this past year and you're getting all these newer people having this chance to shine who otherwise may not have had that chance because there are a lot of toxic people dominating the playing field in your wrestling cliques. You yeah. know what I mean? Another thing too, and when I say this, I'm not saying it because it, it, it's it's always been a thing that has been talked about with wrestling promotions. Like, well, how come you don't have a strong women's division? And mm. the always what was said was because women demand more money. They 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 want higher pays. Like you had, they want more money to show up and do things. And I it's think because you're perverts. Well, that not yeah because women were probably like we're not walking in your door for less than this problem because if uh, if I'm gonna go in there and get dealt with shit and people are gonna fucking be inappropriate and be assholes I'm not yeah. doing it for a hand uh, what what the, the most of these guys would do for a handshake and a hot dog um, and now that that speak out movement has happened I'm not saying that they lowered their prices but they're more willing to go into a locker room and work with people because it's not so much of the fact that they feel like they feel like they're gonna be outsiders or not yeah. accepted or not willing to be part in yeah. in the club absolutely and i, I had and no like and that. i had no problem with women asking for more than than the men's talent but it wasn't so much asking because they felt like they deserved it it was more or less asking because if they knew they were probably from and i'm not saying that any company that i've ever been to was th that was the case but that was yeah. a huge reason why a lot of these companies had a hard time building women's divisions because girls were like i'm not going to go there and get treated like garbage and it wasn't even from that promotion it's just in general because they've had so yeah. many bad experiences I, I think it should be based on uh, one, you should know your worth. Yes. But also, like, understand where your opportunities are coming from and, and be able to, like, pick where you're going because there are a lot of unsafe environments out there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's also very inclusive environments like what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so I think more people are willing to work with us. There's. And there's one or two females' talents in the area and just talents in general, but I'll, I'll just stick with the ladies here that literally. They're for, they this one person in mind. I'm not going to say names or anything, but they force her to take money. They force her to take money. They're like, please take money. And she's like, no, uh, you're giving me an opportunity to get in that ring and perform. And I'm trying to do everything to get better and make my craft better. And he said it. You know what I mean? She like, and these promotions are like, we have to for we have to hide money in her bag almost. Like she's she's, yeah. Here here's something I want to say to everybody. That mentality is how you get opportunities hmm. kaya mckenna goes to gcw and all these other shows she helps out at the collective she helped like fix the ring during one of the matches during the uh clusterfuck um she goes out of her way to be of assistance mm -hmm. and then she just debuted in gcw today yeah i mean that's how you get opportunities. That's how you get noticed. There's so many people out there complaining. Why don't I have opportunities? I've been wrestling for so long. It's because you're not putting your face where it needs to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, she can shoot lightning from her hands, which is very, very useful. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. This is one of the best yeah. witches in pro wrestling. She she needs Wanda gear. She needs a new <laughs> set of gear to that represents uh, some Scarlet Witch. That would be cool. Get her in touch with Andy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Andy knows a guy who makes Marvel style or any any type of comic book gear. But uh, yeah, so anything anything else with uh, with the show that you want to maybe some behind the scenes stuff that you got to experience that you want to talk about before we before we move on here? 
Uh, just, I mean, behind the scenes, it was just really cool. Um, uh, like I said, really serious, but really cool. And it was like everybody uh, from Camp Leapfrog. Uh, it was just cool to see everybody get together and that whole like team mentality. Um, the, you had two opposing teams. One was clearly all face and the other was all heel. But yet when we came out to the ring, everybody kind of took like your group class picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. Like, because, yeah. you know, even if you're a good guy or a bad guy, you're still leapfrog. And that's freaking awesome. It, it's an interesting thing. And it's going to be exciting when wrestling becomes a thing and you can go to live events because, I mean, high tension hasn't had a chance to really showcase or show what they're about. But Camp Leapfrog, which is a high tension counter pro- like a counter product, it's it's kind of something that people are gonna be like, oh, we, are we gonna get high tension at? Camp, like, is it gonna be? It's is Camp Leapfrog gonna stay Camp Leapfrog and be a, an independent wrestling thing, or are we gonna see Camp Leapfrog in high tension? It's gonna be one of those things where, it, it and these people who are part of Leapfrog and the fans and the wrestlers and the people behind it, are like they want to fly their salute your shorts flag, they want to put the underwear on the flagpole, they want to fly that Camp Leapfrog flag. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how they coincide. Um, you know, there will be challenges, but I can answer that question right now. The plan is there will be Camp Leapfrog shows. Um, I don't think that momentum is going to stop at all. Uh, that's probably going to be like the flagship product. High tension has become the sub product because it has it doesn't, it technically doesn't exist right now. It, yeah. It's just a name of a production company at this point. Um, but yeah, no, there definitely will be live shows and there may still be pre-taped uh, shows as well because it's kind of the essence of what we do. I still think, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to put anyone out there because obviously Camp Leaf Frogs filmed at a location, uh, a secret location, but there's a lot of land there that you can put tents. It would be really fun to do a, like oh. for like exclu- for exclusive fans where you can camp out and like Saturday night's a show and you can camp out at the location and wake up Sunday morning and hang out with your, like the Camp Leaf Frog people once COVID's over. I wish that was possible. I'd buy that. I, I'd I buy that ticket. <laughs> if, if we can get like an actual campground to like rent out for like a night, I would love to do like a twenty-four, not twenty-four hour, but like an like a, like, a, like an overnight stay. Yeah, that'd be freaking cool. Like you literally go to like find a place that has cabins or like a and, and then like a I mean Camp Crystal Lake, but anyway, but like but yeah, have like a campground and then either if it turns it try it overnight and if the overnight works, then maybe do a two night and if that works, do like a weekend trip where it's like everyone goes to camp and literally Camp Leapfrog has a physical location. You know what it's I mean? Like, like a wrestle vessel. Oh my yeah. god. Could you imagine yeah. going overnight to a wrestling show and camping out and hanging out with the superstars? That would be a dream. I just sitting around a fire at during the day doing like arts and crafts with like Dude. And like, like <laughs> boat races and, and, and rope swings and Right. And that, that's like your whole day and then at night you actually get to sit there and watch a wrestling show from Camp Leapfrog. What's the matter? Johnny Moran broke my macaroni painting. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think you just came up with the coolest idea, and you'll totally get credit if we do that. I mean, <laughs> it would just—it would just be—it'd be an awesome way to not only like because Camp Leapfrog is. I mean, it's not an overnight thing, but it is similar to where you guys can hang out. Like you guys are doing that now as the superstars. We've done overnight. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's that's happening now because of COVID, and it's just kind of like an in- inclusive group of the wrestlers and the, and the people who are behind the scenes. But the fact that when COVID's over, if you can incorporate the fans and put it at a location and have legit uh, campground, I think that would yeah. be a awesome experience for fans because there's a lot of people who. And, I, and I, you said his name, Johnny Moran, would be uh, is one of those guys where you see him in the ring, and, but. 
he doesn't translate until you actually hang out with Moran on a personal level and chill with him and talk to him. He's just such a cool human. Like there, there's some people. He's not a heel anymore. That's the problem. Yeah, but <laughs> but that's the thing. Like that camp leapfrog where you can kind of just really get to know your favorite wrestlers and really get to know them on a personal level and hang out and get to know each other and and fans can get to know each other and it kind of like it breaks down that wall, but it makes you appreciate the people you're rooting for even more. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that idea. Um, so, yeah, that could totally be a thing. Um, I, you know, uh, one of the things we're going to be doing, I think, is we're going to maybe do some COVID high-tension stuff um, just to establish it. Mm-hmm. And then once, once really pick it up once uh, fans are allowed back. I, I, it's um, not a bad move. I mean, Camp Leapfrog jumped off after one show. It, it, Camp yeah. Leapfrog turned into a, a, a what, four, is that the five different shows now? Uh, I think we're at six come February. Yeah, yeah, it is six because the one with yeah. yeah February fourteenth, Camp Love Frog. Yeah, yeah, sir. I can't wait. Look, you're going to lose your shit. <laughs> that main event. That main event is going to be something. We're going to have Still Life against Effie, and that is going to be a very, very good match. Listen, yeah. there is. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but there is some stud muffin kilowatt action that you're going to absolutely be into. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been wearing the kilowatt mask at work every day. That's like my new go-to mask at work. And people are like, oh, that's really, really? that's a nice mask. It's super bright. And I'm like, oh, it's my boy kilowatt. <laughs> yeah. I love that mask. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, dude, it's better. And I, I, I will say this. I don't know if it's just it's Teespring, think, ma- Teespring made a, be- a different one, but like his is much know. bigger. Like, so this one is like tight. And it's I only put a PNG in the middle. That one I have the whole thing. I don't know if maybe they had to like break it apart just to, 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 to get, to get the, the that's a the good whole call. Because this one's tight. That the other one's big. It's nice. We uh I can give a quick exclusive here. Let me let me I, I think I can load it into the I can load it into the uh well you guys know cuz you're in our we have like a little private group chat thing which is fun. I enjoy doing it, but I'm going to put something on the screen real quick. See if I can do it without fucking everything up. Um I can do it this way. So we we have a, a new logo coming. Um, it's going to come in white and red. And uh, it's going to be available on the merch page probably sometime tonight. It'll be on available on hopefully both merch pages, which will be um, TeePublic and Teespring. Both have been doing really well. I thought opening two merch pages would be stupid, but people are enjoying it. I believe TeePublic is still doing a sale where you can get T-shirts for 13. Everything's 30%, 35% off. Hoodies, T-shirts, stickers, pins, mm-hmm. the whole nine's on there. But uh, Noah from Punksteria, who we just had on the podcast, the uh, 15 year old superstar this kid's doing everything and he's 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 picking up the graphic design stuff he's made a few logos for us but he he made one for tornado tag i'm i'm really trying to kill time here because it's i just <laughs> see the wheel spinning trying to upload it to the thing because it's a very large logo but yeah uh but there's a as soon as it pops up here i'll throw it on the screen but we have a new logo coming a little little logo spoof as you will i mean it's not as spoofed as that i mean i, I don't know how that hasn't gotten us taken down yet but it's parody yeah it's, it's parody. parody we have a new one of those coming too so we just added austin to the show so we have we have to get a new face for austin but if you like brian as vader me as macho man and andy as ultimate warrior that's going to be retired because we're going to be brand new characters soon. What wrestling legends or superstars will you see us be? Do you have any predictions, guys? Repo Man. I'm going to be Repo Man. <laughs> that would and be awesome, but you are not I going to be Repo Man. Like, you know, like a, I, don't, I don't want to... I will give you a hint. Brian, Brian yeah, is not... 
it, Brian is not a wrestler. I mean, he, he was a wrestler, but he was known more for not being a wrestler. If that helps out at all yeah. for Brian. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna give you like the walking condominium type of deal, but I have too much hair for that. A boss man. Look. <laughs> a boss oh, man. No, I, I forget that you have hair because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's not very nice right now, but I have hair. I, he was a wrestler. I, I don't know. Um, Freaking uh, Zeb Coulter. I'll give you a clue. Will you? <laughs> will you stop it? I'm gonna have you thrown out of here, Tony. I'll have you thrown out of here. That's that's Brian's clue of who he's gonna be. Uh, huh? He has the best position in the house. Use your external occipital protuberance, Alex. It's right behind curtain. Usually they call it the best position. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to assume that it is it Monsoon. Yeah, he's going to be a Virgula Monsoon spoof. That's awesome. Yep. Hmm. I am going to be the sexiest boy you know, hopefully with a mullet, wow. with some nice sunglasses and earrings. Oh, I can see that, dude. Yeah. Andy's going to be... Andy's going to be part of one of three members of one of the longest reigning tag teams of all time until it was taken over by New Day. Um, yeah. The, uh, think, think Mad Max. Okay. He may also be Repo Man. <laughs> he may also be Repo Man. <laughs> so Repo Man is on the board. Um, and then Austin's going to be the only guy who's a current day roster man- member just because Austin looks like him. Um, oh, hold on. Um... Did he hold the twenty four seven title? No, he okay. held he okay. held the UK championship the longest ever. Jack Gallagher? No. Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne. Trying to think of small guys. <laughs> Pete Dunne. <laughs> Austin has like he has the Pete Dunne look, so we're gonna make it's Austin made a Pete bunch Dunne. Of vanilla midgets, Alex. Yeah, but here's the here's the new I like logo. Here. I'm gonna pop it up here real quick. Oh, it's up in the top corner. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Son of a it's bitch. taking over Abaddon Studios. Again. Yeah, so it's up there. It's it's the new NWO logo we're gonna have. It's uh we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it in Wolfpack red, and we're gonna do it in NWO black and white. And then we also have a black one that maybe we'll put in a white T-shirt. We'll have like a a reverse color spoof of it. I'll buy that. Yeah. So we got a TTP NWO coming because you know we're for life, baby. That's if you're part of our family, you're for life. That's how we roll. I mean, you guys have the Bullet Club. Um, everyone's doing AEW now, so we'll go old school and do NWO. I'm going to start the Truth Commission. Yeah. <laughs> right to Censor is going to be our next one. <laughs> or the Nation of Domination. It's called Hot Girl Stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. But the banner, so we we told you what characters were going to be, but the look is going to be a little different, and the look's going to look like an old school stable as well. So we a lot that that new logo is going to look sharp. Um, Not cool in high school is getting a new logo too, which is exciting. Um, yeah, Tori, our mastermind Tori is on the on the job. She's gonna she's gonna kill it. We're excited. And if you're a graphic designer and you're a fan of the show and you want to throw us a logo, uh, we'll we'll work with you. If you want to put something out there, we we're always down to to give you some exposure and try to help you out. And it helps us out with something cool that someone can purchase and help us grow. Yeah. But um, all right, Brian, kick us off with Rumble here. And speaking uh, of lesser wrestling events, uh. We're going to talk about something not quite as important as EC Bernetico. The Royal Rumble is tomorrow night. Let's run through our uh, pro wrestling scorecards here. And we start with the women's tag team title match, which has the defending champions Asuka and Charlotte Flair against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, the former champions. Yeah. 
I have uh, I have a title change here. I think that the uh, I think that the heels will get the title back here. I'm, I'm picking Baszler and Jax. I think it's going to be a pin. I think Nia will pin Oscar. I, I think Charlotte may walk out on her. Oh, we're being taken over. Yep. Uh, <laughs> There's a logo. We got it up bigger. Um, I think we make it two submission finishers here and one interrupted pin attempt. It. I'm torn on this one. I, I agree with you that it's a title change. I think the heels get it back because you need to get Oscar and. Um, and Charlotte on their singles pushes, but I also want Shayna Baszler in a singles push well. I mean, the same thing. I want that for Shayna. Yeah. More than I want it for Charlotte. I think Shayna might be in a little bit of hot water after that thing on Raw where they had to do the count out and then they said, oh, wait, no, we're going to restart the match. I don't know if she's going to take heat for that or the referee. Yeah. Somebody's going to catch y'all for that. And it's probably Shayna. We and listen, we're not trying to be sexist or trying to be rude. We're just t- we're just parroting what we probably already expect from WWE. And we knew Shayna coming in because she's not a superstar, she's not a model, she's not the most attractive woman in the world. And that's not a knock saying I think she's not attractive, but she's not the look that WWE wants in their women. But she's super fucking talented, and I'll watch any single match yeah, she's in. I feel, I feel like hey, hey, if you believe the rumor mill, Shayna's doing all right. Yeah, something like Vince wants in his women. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'd watch a Baszler match any day of the week. I'm a huge fan. Um, She's great. Yeah. She's great. I'm more excited yeah. about Baszler being in than Ronda making her return possibly this weekend. I, I'd watch I'd watch a Baszler match any day over a Ronda match. But even though I think Ronda did have a great, um, yeah, great rookie year. Yeah. Oh yeah. For somebody who came in brand new. But yeah, Shane has got that. I mean, Ronda is coming from judo. Shane is coming from Billy Robinson. There's a there's a difference when it comes to pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then our next match is for the WWE Championship. It's uh, Drew McIntyre defending against Tony's personal favorite, Goldberg. Hate Goldberg. Uh, I don't hate <laughs> Goldberg as a person. It's just, yeah. I don't I don't like the fact that every single time he comes back, he gets a title shot. Um, but hopefully that ends this weekend because I think Drew McIntyre ruins the streak. And yeah. and and uh, there is no streak. Goldberg lost his last match. Every time Goldberg comes back and challenges a, ch- a champion, he always wins. That is true. That, uh, that That's is true, the new yeah. streak, and it's ending this weekend with a claymore, with the claymore kick. I'd like to see that match over five minutes. Hell no. no. It's <laughs> Number of finishers, five, I'm putting. 74. <laughs> yeah. All of them. It'll be a five-minute match, Every but it will, it'll only be spam finishers. It's like when two people play the video game and they jack their specials up to infinite and they just keep hitting the button. That's what we're going to watch. <laughs> um, so is that like the thing that's still happening? Because I haven't watched anything since like forever. Yeah. So like I'll catch a pay-per-view here and there, but like since Brock's not been there, is it still just like a million finishers in no. your main event? No. It's like, like Goldberg matches are just spear, 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 and whatever the other guy's finisher is. It's it's yeah. basically they're four minutes and three minutes out of somebody doing their finishing. Now, does Miz cash in? No. He might try, but he's not gonna do it. I think Miz is gonna have a mania moment. I yeah. think I think Mania is gonna end with the Miz holding the holding the title. <laughs> which is yeah, I think the guy deserves it. I think the guy deserves it. I'm always for that, man. But anyway, uh, our next match here, which I don't care about. (laughs) Our next match is for the SmackDown women's title. It's Sasha Banks defending against Carmella. I mean, Sasha Banks is going to win, but I would love Carmella to win. (laughs) Yeah. Carmella. I think Carmella taps out 
in 13 minutes. I have 11 minutes. Yeah, I saw she winning by submission 11 minutes. I, I do like what Carmella's doing now where she, she yeah. has her sommelier and she's she's showing a lot of personality. But Dude, I love I Carmella. I'm a Carmella fan. Yeah. yeah. And then we have the Universal title, the other title match. Uh, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Last Man Standing. And new. Ooh. I, don't think so. I don't think so. I'd like to see it. I love Kevin Owens, but... yeah. I don't think so. Is he, like I mean, it's a it's like kind of a main event match, but like, uh, has Kevin been getting that push? He yeah, he challenged for the title of TLC. It was one of those things where he, it was a great match. It, it if was. you're gonna watch anything from WWE within the last like six months, I would recommend that match near the top. Yeah, just the match itself had told a story. Roman is really finding his own groove as his heel as right. this, and uh, and Kevin Owens this past week on SmackDown he cut a fiery heartfelt authentic feeling babyface promo they this yeah. feud is probably the best thing going on in wwe right now like as far as raw and smackdown 100 percent agree I, i've always said that they should have roman as a heel um and kevin ugh, dude he can do I, anything. I, I don't he think do i've anything. ever disliked a single push that they've had him in so I'm i into it. i i'm such i think if i if there's a guy who i enjoy more than Shawn michaels and chris jericho it's it's i think my guy now is is Kevin Owens. Like if he were to leave to another company, I follow him. Him and Adam Cole, I think are my two favorite wrestlers on the planet right now. And uh, I when I was a kid growing up, I was a small kid and Shawn Michaels was my guy because he wasn't as big as everybody else. Now, regardless, Shawn was still f- huge, you know what I mean? Like he's a big strong dude. But I think now as this middle-aged chubby dude and I look at Kevin Owens, I'm like that dude's a fucking world champ, baby. Like let's give it up for the dad bods, you know? So I I like Kevin and I think he's great in the mic. Um, I think because, oh, yeah, I think because he was so, he came up short already twice. I think he pulls it off here at Mania at, at Rumble. And I think he takes a title into Mania. Um, only because I think they have bigger plans for Roman at WrestleMania that do not I need. Think, I don't think The Rock's coming. Even if it's not The Rock, I think they're going to put him in a major marquee match that doesn't necessarily need the championship to be there to do it. So if the rock's coming, how do they do it? Like at this point, when does he show up and how? If if he were to do it, I know he's filming right now, but also Ronda Rousey was in Taiwan the night she wasn't supposed to be at the Rumble. So it, it's not so much that he's filming now, it's that people think he'll be filming the Black Adam movie around the time WrestleMania is happening. Yeah. And the last and the last time Rock did a big match, like not that thing where he just gave Eric Rowan a rock bottom and pinned him in two seconds. It was when he wrestled Cena in New York or North Jersey, and he ripped up his abdomen, and he cost the movie studio millions because he had to be on the shelf for two months. Yeah, but I perha- don't think he's going to do that again when they're filming. WWE WWE is making some moves. They're making a lot of money, so I can definitely see them saying, "Hey, we'll sign a call clause if it costs your movie studio money, we'll pay the bill." I mean, I think they would do that if they could pack a stadium. I know they're going to have fans at WrestleMania. They're gonna have like thirty thousand each night, and that place is gonna be packed. No they got that. What. They got that peacock money now. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they do. They are gonna get another two hundred million dollars a year. This, I mean, I think that only matters if you own stock in WWE. Yeah, and, um, uh, but the way I would book it, fantasy booking, I think it looks as if Kevin Owens, you know, he gets beat down the whole time. Well, Kevin Owens gets the upper hand, obviously, just like we've seen the past two our pay-per-views. Uso comes down, and it's a two-on-one, and everything's going wrong. But the problem is, is that WWE, uh, the the Roman has been doing the same thing as like the um, 
the Undisputed Era did, where they picked too many fights or too many people at too many times. So if Kevin needed backup, they can literally use anyone in the back to be the one to step up. And now the Roman had kind of has uh, Apollo Cruz Cruz on his side. Um, mm. But I I think if you're gonna do it, you're gonna have some people try to come down and help Kevin. But it looks like too little, too late. Kevin's about to lose, and as soon as the the nine count happens or close to the nine or ten. Um, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Music hits. He comes down. Yeah. He he beats the shit out of. Or he doesn't even beat up Roman. He just kind of stands there and stares on him. Kevin Owens maybe gets a low blow, beats him up real bad, and he gets a ten count or something silly. Um, but I, I think if that's the way you book it, I think the Rock has to cost Roman yeah. this match to set up Mania right. if they're going to do it. Um, so like I don't know what's happening, but I would guess the way I would book that is it's Roman taking it like too far. Yeah. And then Rock has to show up, cost him the match, but the Rock's there in a way of like, bro, you need to go. Yeah. Well, and, and, you back. and they keep and doing yeah. the head of the table, I'm the head of the table, yeah. I'm the head of the Samoan family, and the Rock's like, you're only the head because I'm not here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Roman's whole thing as a heel has been, I'm the tribal chief, this is my family, I'm in charge. Uh, and Kevin Owens called him something like, a, he's like doing a poor imitation of a mob boss or something. Yeah. And that's really weird. He's like acting like the, the Anawaii family is this mob and he's the head of the table and yeah. he's going to basically... No, it's not wrong. No, that's true. <laughs> not yeah. wrong. What if, uh, I mean, I, I know it's a long shot, but um, if now that all these ro- roads are being crossed and all these bridges are being built for co- collaborations among companies, what if the Tongas make a new Japan to show up at uh, because they're kind of pissed off that the Bullet Club is being used in another company. Japan and WWE have worked in the past. Tonga has made a a statement recently on social media telling Triple H that they're down to work if they're willing to work. Do the the Tongas show up and beef up that dynasty a little bit? Vince doesn't play well with others, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that'd be a pop, though. Yeah, I love that. that'd be an interesting, especially when you're the Bullet Club's being shown on AEW, and it's not even it's original Bullet Club, and it's not current day. Uh, right. And then the actual Bullet Club shows up on WWE to help out the uh, the yeah. Tribal Chief. I, I think I think if you had Tonga coming in, uh, the original Bullet Club guy is on NXT, so I think it would be with him. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, that, that's everyone on Bullet Club right now. I I kind of I think original member wise, except I mean AJ, but uh, Kenny. The Bucks. Well, Kenny's not, Kenny's not original. Kenny's uh, but not I'm original. saying right now, Kenny, the Bucks, Finn are all world champions, and yeah. and the Tongas are champions oh, in wow. their in their perspective. The Good Brothers are champions where they're at right now. So there's a lot of Bullet Club right now that are are, are rocking some gold. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I but the only thing is it does suck. I I want Kevin Owens. I see when Kevin Owens was given the world championship, he was legit that it was handed to him by Triple H because he he helped him beat Seth Rollins. I would like to see babyface, babyface Kevin Owens, legit earn a world championship. And with, I would. I don't think this is the time. I yeah. don't think it's the time. Yeah, I agree. But I'm going to go out on the limb here. I'm going to put Kevin Owens on my sheet because I, I'm, I'm trying to get some points here to take the lead. It's wishful thinking. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's wishful thinking. Let's get into the men's Royal Rumble. I still think Daniel Bryan's winning it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there and go Daniel Bryan. Everything as well. they're doing storyline wise is saying Daniel Bryan's one of it, and and it sucks because this is what people have been clamoring for, and he's gonna win it at the Royal Rumble with no fans, which yeah. kind of sucks. <laughs> which is kind of like the best way of WWE to handle things. Just a giant. It is the most WWE way to ever do it. Yeah, yeah just but. a giant f you. After after <laughs> even though there's not a crowd, even though there's not a crowd, after what happened the last two times, 
Well, the one time he wasn't even in the Rumble. The last few times we even teamed Daniel Bryan to be in the Rumble and what happened when he didn't win it. I think this time if he's in it, he's winning it. Yeah. Does anyone have any other picks who they think might win the Rumble uh, this year? Are there any like hints on like possible surprise entrance? Uh, people think Lesnar maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray Wyatt's been gone because he was burnt. Well, Edge they announced. Edge is in. Oh, okay. I know, uh, I know Boogeyman oh. every year tries to hint that he's going to be in it, and then he never is. Uh, <laughs> he's just on the uh, Legend show. We did. Uh-huh. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, no, Brian sounds about right. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that it, it seems like they're doing, it doesn't seem like there's been any major twists lately. So everything seems kind of predictable. So I'd go with that. Yeah, I think I'll have some surprise coming in. Like maybe somebody returns. They yeah. always have like you always have like the hurricane, or they have enough guys backstage that are producers now. Uh, like, what about Batista? Is, is that? Oh, please God! I I think he <laughs> I, he I who knows? But he has said he's retired from wrestling after like he he said after that match with Triple H at WrestleMania a few years ago that was his last match. Here's a here's a, fa- I, I, here's a he fantasy booking with the MCU stuff. Here's a fantasy booking. Kevin Owens beats Roman, right? He beats him. That is a fantasy, yes. The <laughs> number 28, 27 to 30, one of those numbers, uh, the music hits, and uh, it's Jey Uso. Jey Uso starts walking down to the ring, and Roman Reigns' music hits, and he says, I'm the tribal chief. I'm taking your spot in this rumble. Roman, oh, Roman Reigns goes down. It appears as Roman Reigns is going to go in there once again, Hulk Hogan it, and win the rumble, and Daniel Bryan's the one to eliminate him. Double pop. Send Roman the fans has home. been the runner up in the Rumble a lot. That's true. A lot. We we mentioned that way on, on the Patreon show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has been second place. He was second place to Nakamura. He was second place to um, Drew. He's been second place a lot. Batista. Oh, Roman went, Roman throws out place. Daniel Bryan. He gets even more heel heat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. No, I, 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 I couldn't hate that. Yeah, it would be amazing. <laughs> he loses the camera and then goes in there and wins the Rumble. I'd like to see it. I wouldn't be mad at Roman winning the Rumble if that's no, the way it Roman, went down. Roman is a no, heel. He's so me. natural. It's so at ease. He, he's like SmackDown is head and shoulders above Raw right now. Like Raw yeah. can be a, a, a chore. SmackDown. Oh, excuse me. SmackDown is, uh, is always fun and, and Roman's a huge part of it. Yeah. All right, so who do you think has the shortest time in the Rumble? Who knows? Um, probably one of those, like, maybe Santino comes in as a surprise, somebody like that. <laughs> Ricochet. <laughs> Adam Bomb. Um, another big, another another one they're hinting a lot for, for the Rumble to possibly win it this year. They've been showing a lot of AJ Style teases. Yeah, I think AJ might be one of those guys that comes in at five and he's in, like, the final four more than yeah. winning it. Who does I think it- AJ in a title match at Mania. Yeah. Who does AJ um, get eliminated by to possibly set up a Mania match for him? Like, who do you want to um, see AJ go against at, at Mania to, to be exciting? I think they might go a different direction, but I'd love to see him wrestle Edge. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You think Edge and, and Randy Orton pick that cup? Yeah. I, or maybe get some kind of weird three way between Edge, Orton, and The Fiend. No, yeah. please Somehow God. Somehow that, that happens. Um, I know there was talk at one point about possibly uh, the Fiend and Alexa Bliss against Edge and Beth Phoenix, but mm. if you're if you're working Orton into that, then I don't know if that's going to be something that happens. Sure. Maybe Alexa and Beth Phoenix do a singles. Uh, I know uh, Andy Andy Header has Bray Wyatt winning the Rumble this year. He thinks the yeah. Fiend wins both Rumbles. That's his pick. Yeah. Ooh, because the Fiend has obviously t- possessed Alexa Bliss as well. 
So Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt win the Rumble, which is but both the Fiend. That could happen. Yeah. I actually really like that. Uh, dude, this Rumble has a lot of potential, man. There's a lot of really fun things that can happen. Yeah, there's no, like, the past few years. Well, I, I mean, some people thought Lesnar might win it last year, even though it was like, nah, it's probably going to be Drew. Lesnar could win it this year. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan, like, they always say, what would happen if you have, like, one guy left and number 30 is coming out? Just say Daniel Bryan comes in at number one, and he which, goes through which, everybody. Which I would do. And he goes through everybody, and it's it's down to him, and he throws out number 29 before number 30 comes out. And he's exhausted, and he's beaten, and he's gone through everybody. And Hugh Lesnar's music. Yes. And then, <laughs> thank you for playing. You take a few suplexes. and good night. That would be great. What um, What's uh, Keith Lee been like on the main roster? Underutilized. Yeah. yeah been he could carry it, though. Hot and cold. Sure. Hot and cold with him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, or Daniel Daniel Bryant eliminates, yeah. pulls the top rope down on Lesnar. I know that the the rumor is too that you were telling me you were saying Brian is this may be the year where number twenty eight and twenty nine eliminate each other and number thirty is because mm-hmm. it's never really been done. Just walks that, out and wins. Yeah. yeah, that was a rumor like a few months ago, and I thought if they were going to do it, it would have been in the women's rumble, and number thirty would have been Lana. Because that's how she won. She won. She won Survivor Series without ever being in the match. I wouldn't hate it. But they can't do it now because on backstage they did a thing, and I don't know who won, but they they did a special WWE backstage, and it was Natty against Lana, and the winner gets number thirty, or not Natty against uh, Tamina. Tamina, Tamina. and the winner gets number thirty. Boy, boy, number thirty is really exciting now. I know even and you have. I I don't like they do that. I always think number thirty should be like the secret. Like yeah, yeah. never want to know who it's going to be. Yeah, let's let's look real quick. Like, if you know who number one's gonna be, it's okay. It's like Mario, Mar, uh, Chris has thirty in the women's rumble f- yeah, for, to win the banner. Oh, they and... stacked the deck. They cheated. You you, you stuffed those up. you can't allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, the checks in the mail. Oh. Um, and then Chris also has twenty eight in the men's rumble. Yeah, yeah. That's Alex, what I'm on to, pal. Alex has twenty four in the men's rumble. It was twenty seven. That's a massive wasn't, number. Wasn't Edge twenty four last year? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Cheesefoot yeah. has 27 in the men's, and Curtis has 27 in the women's. That is the magic number, at least in the men's rumbles. I think more people have won from 27 than any other number. Um, let me see where uh, the Maestro has 12 in the men's rumble, and he has. Sorry. He has Alex. You have 14 in the women's rumble. I'll take it. And you have 24 in the men's rumble, Alex. That's a good, that's like a good number. I like those numbers. Yeah. I like men's numbers. Even though I think in the Curtis, men's rumble, Curtis you, you has four. Low number. Curtis has four in the men's rumble. <laughs> number don't, four. Don't sleep on the low numbers. Daniel yeah. Bryan could come in early and win the thing. I just watched 92 on your recommendation. and It's, oh, it's so good. Oh, what did you think of 92? It's solid. Yeah, it's a good rumble. That's yeah, not fair to fair. I'm trying to find Maestro here on the... On the uh, oh Ronda, Ronda has twenty two in the women's rumble. <laughs> I, I thought you meant Ronda Rousey, not Ronda not so Rousey. Ronda Rousey's in the game. Ronda not so Rousey is uh, is number twenty two in the women's and number well, ten. If anybody knows how to win battle royals, it, it's Ronda. It's Ronda, so. and uh, Ronda has number ten in the men's rumble. This like this list right here is gonna make run the rumble for me so much fun. I love them. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, As for the women's rumble, just kind of segue to that. Uh, I still, I know it's the chalk pick. It's the big favorite this year. I still think it's going to be Bianca Belair. I think Bianca Absolutely. will. I think Bianca wins it. Hmm. They're uh, they're pushing her really hard. One person I would consider, and I don't think they're going to do it because I don't know if they want an NXT person to win and stay in NXT. 
Uh, and I think she's a star in the making. It's just a matter of like giving her that push is Tony Storm. Incredible. Love her. I didn't watch I Wednesday. Did she did she did she win the title? No, no, no. She uh I think she attacked EO or something happened where she she was parading around with the title, but she did not yeah. win it. Yeah, her and Mercedes Martinez attacked EO. And That's I believe right. they have okay. so they set up a triple threat for takeover on Valentine's Day. Yeah, then she's definitely not winning the Rumble, but who do you think, yeah. real quick, who do you think has the who's the Iron Man of the men's rumble this year? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan? He's Iron Man and wins it? Yes. I think he might win it from like Maybe maybe one. I'm maybe saying it like I'm confused, but that's exactly like, why I picked this one. Because <laughs> two, two people, two people have won it from number one, and one of them has been erased from history, so it could happen. Yeah. Uh, who's I have Baron Corbin as the shortest time. Uh, I, do that. I, I think it might be like our truth. Like maybe he comes in and then people oh. chase him, so he eliminates himself to run away. I'm, I'm yeah. still from, from I'm, the uh, 24/7 people. I'm still on yeah. that. <laughs> Who holds the title for shortest at this point? Like. It was like Mysterio at one point. It was it was Santino. Uh, Santino. I think was like less than a second. Yeah, Mysterio had it. Jerry Lawler had it. Mo had it for Men on a Mission. All right, so I'll give it to Dominic this year. Okay, there you go. There you go. Most eliminations. Hmm. The Diesel push. I think Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Yeah, that was you took the words out of my mouth. Last eliminated. Randy Orton. Mm. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice here. I'm gonna say Roman. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say Roman. Is number You're going all in on is number one of the title? I want it so bad. Is this number one or two in the final four? I'm gonna yes. say yes, yes. I think Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan. He comes in three or four. I think Daniel Bryan's three or four. I think he comes I in real early. It could be a little bit. Of anything. I think Daniel Bryan wins from number one. I think Daniel Bryan is number one, and I think he wins. Interesting. Is the whole hurt business in here? Uh, Bobby Lashley is the only name I'm seeing. Yeah, I don't know if the other ones are. It's in. the only thing that annoys me with this year is with the, when with booking it is like you have to earn your spot to be a world to be in the Rumble, and they're like, they, they, "Hey, Joe, do Twitter, you want to be like, in? Go on, you, you they, could have they, it." On Twitter, like certain people are pre-approved and certain people have to earn it, but then it's like, okay, but then like. And then when the honky then, the then when the honky tonk man comes out, Ricochet's yeah. like, "I'm former U.S. champion. I had to fight to get in this." <laughs> um, Drew how, Carey was in the Rumble, sir. Yeah. How many NXT entrants are going to be in it? I say five. That's what I was going to say. Four. We got ten spots that we are unaccounted for. Is that right? Yeah. NXT women. I think there's going to be a lot more. I think. I think so. Do you think a wrestler eliminates his tag team partner in the men's Rumble? In the men's rumble, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. Actually, yes, I take that back. Yes, I think uh, one of Shelton and Cedric will eliminate each other. Oh, good call. Miz and Doris could could be the time. Yeah. Well, well, only oh, John Morrison should be a babyface. John Morrison should totally be a babyface. Yeah. Well, only one wrestler in match at any time, except winner. Will someone hold the ring by themselves at any point? I say no, just because they did it with Brock. A lot of yeah. Mm. I think it's unless I do that thing I said where Daniel Bryan is at the end and then Brock yeah. out. I'm gonna put yeah. I'm gonna put Brock yeah, in number thirty. All these ideas are freaking exciting that you guys yeah. are having. Yeah, and I want to see the Roman like, thing. I want to see the Fiend thing. I want to see <laughs> the Brock and Daniel. Thing. I want to see it all. And it, we will see between zero and one of these. Yes, things. none <laughs> of these will happen. <laughs> I'm gonna be super eliminating Shelton Benjamin. That'll be the one. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the let's get into the women's rumble. The women's was rumble. Was Bianca the Iron Woman last time? 
Uh, no. I believe I know she had the most eliminations. I'm not sure Sasha Iron Banks, I believe, was Iron Woman last year. They had a. I, it was either last year or the day before. They had like two or three people go over fifty minutes. Like Natty, wow. and one of them was in there for a long time. I think Natty, Beth Phoenix, and Char- and Becky Lynch all went really, really long. Not Becky Lynch. Uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah, yeah, because Becky was a champion. Yeah. Um, but no. Um, yeah, and then last year Beth Phoenix also got busted up really bad. Shortest match time in the Rumble, Lana. I could see Lana. Lana, yeah, Lana makes sense. L- oh no, 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 not Lana. Um, Billy Kay. Billy Kay, I love Billy Kay. Billy Kay's been so fun. Yeah, yeah. I love her in the Riot Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved her doing like the impression of Bianca Belli. <laughs> so good. Um, the longest in the match, I think. I think this year's. I don't think they do two Iron Women that are gonna win. Yeah. Um. But I think this uh, this year's iron is going to be Rhea Ripley. I think it's going to be uh, something for the next year. I think it might be, I'm going to say... Or, or Shotzi Black. Yeah, that's what we said yesterday. Shotzi Blackheart. Ooh. I think she's... Most eliminations, I would say Rhea, Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Oh, so what's Ripley. Yep. What's everybody's feelings on, on Shotzi? I'm a I fan. Love I'm a fan of her. Into it. So yeah. We, yeah. Can, we right. do like... On the awards show we did a uh, last month, we did like breakout star, and for me, for the women's division, Shotzi was the breakout woman of the year this year. All right, Chris, we're gonna get into this real quick because I, I can talk to you and see you look at your face. What is your beef with EO? How do you not like EO Shirai? I'm glad you said that. We talked about it this morning. We recorded, <laughs> we recorded, recorded PA file driver this morning, and um, and what the way I explained it was, I'm not an athlete. I'm an artist. Okay. So like the wrestling aspect of wrestling. It comes secondary for me. It's growing on me, and not you know what I mean. I think yeah, like I'm getting more into it, and so like when there's just a good wrestler, like I trust Andy's opinion on that easily. Mm-hmm. Like I trust that she's a good wrestler, but she's had no programs. She's had no inspiring feuds, and if she did, I wanted the other person to win. You know, like yeah. it was just the character has not been there for me yet. Um, so I'm still rooting for Tony. Even you know Tony or Mercedes next month. Yeah, that's that's anybody. a that's a fair point. I can get behind that. You're just like, oh, she sucks. I can't stand her. I hate her. I'm like, <laughs> she's so good in the ring. I, but I, I will agree with it. you. They it. have not booked her well as a champion. Yes, yes. They they built her up to the championship to be this awesome character, and then her feuds as champion have been very lackluster. Even and, though the NXT matches has, NXT has some amazing wrestlers. And uh, this might be a controversial take. Booking is not their strong suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, booking is not their strong. Now the suit. matches she has when she's wrestling for the title have been fantastic, but the sure. lead up to the matches you're sure. like, are Why lackluster. They They're lackluster. Why do they get another shot? You yeah, know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I mean they struggle. I think when they struggle booking people that don't speak English. What do you think about that? Like I don't mind yes. it. I haven't seen it done well when yeah. Shinsuke was in NXT. He did; they did it well with him. But yeah. it, it's not that I don't, like. I don't like it. I just think they don't do it well they, often. They did it well with Shinsuke because they just said, "Hey, we don't need him to talk." Like yeah. they, they, sure. they act like everybody has to talk. Like, Dude, Shinsuke is a heel when he was like, "I am sorry, I don't just speak English," and he would walk away. I was like, "I fucking Fantastic. love that." Well, I love. Shinsuke's it. also there, there are very few wrestlers that are charismatic without speaking like Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. <laughs> Even with like Asuka just giving her like one line to say or like just yeah. a simple catchphrase. She's like, like "No." Yeah, I will say this. Fun, it's goofy, but like they do, they have a hard time uh, putting these people in positions of building a character that can speak. Who do you think the the best non English speaking superstar in wrestling is? Like where he can come out and cut a promo and you have no idea what he says, but you're into it. 
or, or, or sorry, he or she. I don't want to. I don't want to sway you. In WWE. In wrestling. Minoru Suzuki. Man, I wish I knew more. Now I would agree with you, I, but he's a part of a program where everyone speaks the same language. So I, I will discredit. For me, I'm going to discredit him. For yeah. me, I'm going Pentagon. In Lucha Underground and AEW, he can walk out and speak do a whole promo in Spanish. But as soon as he does the cero, the Incredible. whole crowd like, yeah. I don't know a word he said in Spanish, but that promo was probably fire. <laughs> Listen, it's easily he's one of my favorite wrestlers. I will go with that. You know, immediately I thought we were speaking Japanese or something. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you bring that up. Pentagon's my favorite man. That yeah, awesome. no idea what he's it, saying. It's gonna be murder grandpa every day. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's awesome. Yeah, I I would say Suzuki as well, but I think for him, I think the whole show for me is that, so it's hard for him to stand out. Because... Well, I mean, even if you want, and and, and he doesn't do a whole lot of American stuff, but if you yeah. watch like some of his stuff where he did like uh, Bloodsport and he did he did an amazing match with Josh Barnett or things where he's like chopping people and they chop him with every fiber they're being and he just laughs at them and then just smacks them and knocks them on their ass. It's him, and, him and Walter be a fun match. I'm not it's sure okay. if um, does Muda speak English? If he does, he doesn't do it a lot. Because right, like when I man, he's cool. He did in the 80s and I, oh, he had a great character in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But what would your pick be? I mean, I think Oscar's been a been a, gonna, been a good Oscar, champion. Oscar has shows a lot of personality. Oh, yeah, that's true. Once you said Walter, that I mean, I think he does some Austrian stuff. Uh, Ilya Dragunov speaks a little Russian, but I think like they don't do it regularly. They regularly speak English. Oh, so man. Penta's if I was the one. if I was Finn Balor, I would I would I would be mixing it. I'd be doing the the the, the, Kel mm -hmm. the Celtic or whatever. Gaelic. Like, the Gaelic and Mick, oh, 100%. He, he can speak English. We were talking about getting over a character non verbally. Nobody's done it like Orange Cassidy. Obviously, he can speak English. That's good. But, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he did that one thing in the debate where he started talking, but he, he got over more than anybody. He didn't say a word. That's yeah. great. What a superstar that dude has turned out to be in the past. Look, here, this is, this is my new magazine I just got. <laughs> this is the show and tell portion of the show. <laughs> it, he's literally on the cover of uh, Pro, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Man. Of him holding up the award upside down, by the way, <laughs> and it's oh and it's a 2000, 2020 achievement award. Orange Cassidy, the most popular wrestler of the year in two thousand twenty, which says a lot because two thousand twenty gave us pretty much the rebirth of John Moxley, who took over the world in Japan and America in the past two, like built that whole character for a twenty twenty run. And Orange Cassidy doesn't say a word and becomes wrestler of the year. <laughs> Man, I saw him here? around here up in Northeast PA. I saw him take some tacks, and I was like, he, he did his little hands in the pocket, kicked in the shin thing, and I was like, man, that's so genius. But I, did, I just didn't see him going as far as he did. Just knowing him before, or knowing of him, not knowing him, obviously, but yeah. knowing of him before he was ever Orange Cassidy and just knowing where he comes from and what he did for Chikara. a decade and Chikara, then to yeah. become... Wow. To become Orange Cassidy because like oh you can't use that you know whatever he was before. Listen, you can yeah, say that you can say okay. the name now. The company's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Look, to go from being an ant to being Orange Cassidy. Yeah. It, or going to go from being an ant to being Drew Gulak is, yeah. is pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Man. yeah. Even Header was like, dude, that guy like he he he's worked with him so, a few times. He's like, the guy's just good. He's good at what he does. I, there, uh, I guess you can't really find him anymore. But there was a uh, one of the early Chikara Eye pay per views. It was the Colony, uh, Fire Fire and his Orange Cassidy, um, and it was him. And I don't know what other ants were in it, but they were against Fist. And a Fist at this point is Chuck Taylor from Best Friends, 
and Johnny Gargano, and they had a barn burner. Mm. Yeah. Um, where all these people came from. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get back to this real quick. So longest match time, does anyone, who else does everyone have here for the women, the, the women Iron Woman? The Iron Woman, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Shotzi. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. It sucks. All, both of our rumbles are very, very similar, Brian. We even like even before we were well, saying, no, no, you're, you're living and dying by Kevin Owens, dude. Uh, yeah, I gotta tell you, you're living and dying by Kevin Owens. I kind of like the, uh, the idea that when you said Rhea, I, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I, I think Rhea's gonna throw out like ten people, but I don't think she's gonna be in there like longer than some other people. Yeah, I think I, I think Rhea's gonna get her heart broken by somebody on the main roster, and that's gonna lead to a rivalry. It's a good call. That's Possibly good they reignite her and Charlotte. I want to say yeah. I think she might have a feud with Bailey. Mm. I'm cool with that too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think I think we're headed toward Charlotte Oscar at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, what's really cool I don't, that I don't. I'm realizing here is that with all the questions you're asking about these rumbles is that you look at a rumble and you're just like, okay, we'll put this person here, we'll put this person here. That's what you think from the outside. But look how many stories and like personalities you have Ooh. to interweave. Like how cool is that? Like you're interweaving all these stories, setting yeah. up stories, and like it's it's a pretty fantastic creative thing. Real quick, That's we have we have Mario Mario in the chat saying Dana Brooke Iron Woman. If you'd like to join Mario, you can click that link and get in here with us. We'll jump you in right now. He's been a stand for Dana Brooke from the beginning. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a Dana, I'm a Dana Brooke fan, but I don't think she's Dude, the Iron Woman, unfortunately. It's funny for the up, Alex, because like the Rumble came from the San Francisco territory, and that's what they did. The uh, they had a bit, it wasn't a Rumble like we have now. Yeah, but it was a battle royal. It was usually eighteen guys, and they would use that to set up a year's worth of stories. I will say like, this: that's how you cool. did it. I think in 2021, Dana Brooke is a champion holder. I think I, maybe tag, tag champion. I think she maybe wins. I think she wins a tag. I think her. I think they're I the tag team to take it back off of Shayna and, and Nia Jax. I, I I could see the sexy muscle friends winning the tag titles. So yep. good. Yep. I think they will be tag team champions. Yeah. The link is in our group chat, Mara. If you want to join in with us, and I'll just pop you in here. Um, the last eliminated in the Rumble. I'll go first. Charlotte Flair. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Who you got? Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, the last eliminated. Mm-hmm. I think she's in it. I don't know if she's the last. I think Charlotte gets the better of her, and it looks like Charlotte, and then Bianca throws out Charlotte. And she, I want to see And Bailey she goes here now. Bianca <laughs> back. I'm just, I, have, yeah. I, I just want, I want, I want Bianca to get a big push here this year. I think it's her year. Yeah, she's definitely earned it. She's put in the work. Um, let's see what was got here. Uh, is entrance one or two in the final four? I say no. no, not for the women's. The winner, I think Bianca comes in around anywhere between thirteen to twenty. That's where I have her pegged. Uh, the number of NXT entrances, I'm gonna go twelve. I'm gonna go ten. I think it's gonna be like ten, ten, ten. Yeah. Yeah. Most entrance. Uh, oh, sorry. Most. Uh, most entrance in the match altogether, plus or minus one. The most people in the in the ring at one time. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say nine. Eight, nine, something like that sounds about right. Yeah, and I don't know why, but they're making a big entrance number deal with number twenty-seven. So who's number twenty-seven in the the magic number? That's the number you want. That's the number that wins. Sure. All the way back to Big John Studd, he was number twenty-seven. We're feeling that twenty-four though. There he is. There he is. (laughs) Oh, you're echoing bad. You I only have a little bit of time, so I figure I'll give you my hot take. Go ahead, give us your hot take in the rumble. Hot take in the rumble. All right, so. Um, 
I'm thinking Dana Brooke. This is her year, make or break. Clearly, Vince has plans for her. He doesn't want to just like throw her by the wayside. He has had plenty of opportunities to throw her back to NXT, but he hasn't, right? He, she's been with Charlotte. She's been on her own. She's uh, now with Mandy Rose. Um, clearly, she's not just enhancement talent where, where she's losing to all these up-and-coming stars. They're slowly building her, but she's been with the company so long that this is the time to make or break. And it may not be at this Rumble, but I think that we're going to have the breakout performance of her career this Sunday. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, here's why I, I like Dana Brooke, and here's why I've been been uh, uh, pushing for her over the years. It's because it's it goes back to her her upbringing, not necessarily her childhood, but her pre wrestling career as a powerlifter, as someone who's who's known the importance of uh, the movements of of uh, putting in the work of also be making be sure that everything flows correctly. This is why I think that she's been doing great, but it's it's a lot of the like a lot of the green work, the training wheels kind of got taken off a little early, you know. Yeah. And now she's at this place where she's gone through that trial by fire. The fans have hated on her and loved her. A small group of us, you know, me, uh, uh, really pushes for her, and I think. I think that if if my belief that Vince actually does, you know, believe in her, this is the time to do it. She doesn't have to win the Rumble. She does not have to win the Rumble, and I doubt that she will run the, win the Rumble because that would require her to be at Mania, and that's way too soon for her. But this is the time to see how the fans react to a to a clear sign that management's behind her. Okay. okay. I, I think they do that. I'm going to be quick. Because you're Stranger a, things have happened. little Stranger bit of an echo from you, so I'm just going to meet you real quick, Mario. Um, I I, uh, I think I agree with that, but I think that sign for them is going to be her and Mandy beating and winning the tag yeah. team champions this year. I don't see it, man. I think that I think Mandy's got a pretty good chance at winning the Rumble. I think that. Um, that when it comes to the actual uh, matches at Mania, it's going to be two nights again, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those bigger feuds don't need a strap to pull off. You know, like maybe they they give the Rumble to Charlotte and have like a blow up between tag champs, but that's almost like putting what happened with Sasha and Bailey on repeat. You know, and so I think uh, that. You know, if let's say Becky, let's say Becky comes back, and let's say Ronda comes back, that feud doesn't need the the any title around it. Maybe they, they finally pull the trigger on uh, the four horsewomen of MMA versus the four horsewomen of wrestling. Who knows? But I just I just feel like this is this is the time to to let her sink or swim as a as a solo act, and this would be a great platform for that to push her forward because they've already established from her from her showing up in the first place that she's supposed to be a powerhouse and she's got the look and she, she's worked on her accent it's not it's not as thick as it used to be <laughs> i think that we're we're on the precipice of a true dana brooke rise I'm going to mute you real quick again. It's an interesting take. I also want to pitch another idea that we said in our Patreon episode for the Rumble. Um, 
So there was a few years ago in the Rumble, we had a storyline build up, and maybe this is just me overbooking and, w- and and giving WWE too much credit, but we also had a storyline in the Rumble where um, there has been someone who has been ri- rivaling each other all since NXT, can never get one up on her, can never beat her, can never do anything, and the only time in her entire career she's ever had a chance to get one on her was in the Rumble when Ember Moon eliminated Asuka. Amber Moon right now is stuck in a spot where NXT, where she came back from an injury she thought was the end. She got a resurgence, but is her coming in, coming into the Rumble, getting an opportunity to go against Asuka at Mania? It's a match I wouldn't mind seeing. I would love seeing the match. I just don't think they're going to push Ember like that. I, w- I love. I would love them to. I love Ember Moon. I don't think they're going to push her like that. It does seem too early to put her. Uh, to take her out of NXT where they just put her, it seems like. Yeah, because it, it seems like with NXT right now, they have you, ha- you have uh, Gonzalez, you have Tony yeah. Storm, you have EO, and you have uh, Mercedes yeah. Martinez all going for the title, and Ember Moon seems like she's taking another back seat again. I think, <laughs> your, I think your big women's matches, I mean, are going to be Becky Ronda, uh, probably Sasha and Bianca, Asuka and Charlotte, and then probably a tag title match. Interesting, yeah. Nia, I, Nia and Shayna maybe against Mandy and... Mandy and uh, uh, Dana. Yeah, you're good, Mario. <laughs> you're he's oh, muted. Oh, he's I, muted. Have to, I have to unmute you. He's not good. There you go. There you uh, go. Uh, thank you for having me on for my hot take, Dana Brooke, 2021. <laughs> and that is Mario. <laughs> that is Mario. I want to meet you quick. I want to meet you quick again. You can say bye. <laughs> I, I'll meet you to say bye real fast. But that is Mario from also PA Pile Driver Podcast. Uh, he's part of the Beyond Boys. Also, you can go check him and Chris out over on Welcome Back Podcast, where I was very thankful and very gracious that you guys had me on there, and I had such yeah. a good time, and I would 100% do it anytime you asked me. It was probably the most fun I had being a guest on someone's podcast in a very, very, very I don't get asked many times to be on people's podcasts, so it, it was a big deal. It was a, it was an honor, and I had a great time with you guys. The granddaddy. The granddaddy. Give, give me a little side five there, Chris. <laughs> See if I can... Wait. Um, we'll be right back. All right. <laughs> See you, bud. There it is. That's Mar. That's your. That's your partner in crime, right there. That's right. I like. I loved it. Good. Glad he joined in there. Um. Yeah. As I said, that this rumbles. This these two rumbles are interesting. Obviously, we're we're put we're we're picking top top guys, and we're thinking the four horsewomen are going to dominate again at Rumble. But I mean. Anything is possible this year, man. Anything can happen. It's exciting. Um, it, it makes tomorrow more interesting. It makes tomorrow uh, that much more fun. But who do we have as the number 27 entrance at the Rumble? That's where I think Becky slides in. Becky or Ronda? I think Becky's going to be number 30. I think, no, well, no, because you can't. Oh, that's so dumb. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Because like, number 30 is a big surprise. What if Becky's 27 um, and then 29 is Ronda and Becky's like, oh, it's on? Yeah. yeah. Either they're both in or I think Becky could be in and Ronda does a run in. I think or she cost her. Too. She does the yeah, arm pull. I, I, I the think arm that's exactly what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I think Ronda cost Becky the rumble, and then Bianca wins. Yeah, which sucks for Bianca because you don't want uh, that big defining moment to be, oh, she won because this happened. But yeah, yeah, you have other stories. I just, here. I just want, I just want the EST of WWE yeah. to be the to the to get the next push. I, I, I respect Becky. Uh, I respect Ron, uh, Charlotte. I, I mean, it goes without saying they're the best four women in wrestling at this point in time. But it, uh, I think it's time for new blood. But also, real quick, possible entrances in the women's rumble here. I know this is not till unscheduled appearances, but do you think we have any special guests joining the rumble this year in the women's side besides Ronda and Becky? Oh, I'm sure, there will be. Like, uh, who knows? Like, it's always like who, who do they have around? Um, do we get the return or the debut 
of Taya Valkyrie you at the Rumble. Yeah. Do we get the debut of Tessa Blanchard at the Rumble? That could happen. That'd be a big pop. <laughs> There's no crowd. Yeah. Oh, me. Okay. Do we me. get the greatest independent female wrestler on the planet right now, Christina Marie, making it? Uh, it would be amazing, yeah. but it should I'm happen. So negative about that. It's just like no. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but I, I, I think I think we can I, I think Tessa's a far far long shot, but I think Tyre Valkyrie can make a WWE. I think she can make her yeah. debut this weekend and show she is now she she's what how do they say it on Impact where she went to she went to Connecticut <laughs> Penitentiary. Yeah, yeah. That's something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that's the beauty of the Rumble. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, uh, Tyre no, Valkyrie's definitely expected Mighty Molly to be in the Rumble last year, and she was. Do we? Who do you think the legend is? Who legends do you think we get in? Do you think I know some Lady people? Park. I think some people pitch some ideas where maybe you get Charlotte versus uh, um, uh, Trish Stratus for, with no title on the line. I'd assume Trish is in it. Lita's always a possibility. I think she's she still mm-hmm. works there, right? Yeah. And WWE just signed that girl from Japan to be. Uh, oh, Mikko Satomura. Yeah, uh, she's gonna be more in the UK. Uh, I don't know if she's in America. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe she maybe she makes a an on screen debut. Does I mean I know he got kind of been in the rumble before. Yeah, I know she. I know he kind of got screwed last year with the men's, but maybe do we see Walter in the rumble this yeah, year? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking UK, but that would I'd love to see some of that. With Pal Walter is very iffy on um, being in America anyway, and now there's a raging pandemic. I don't know if he's going to want to be in the That's states very anytime. True. So. Yeah, very true. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, man, I this is my favorite time of the year. This is Christmas for yeah. me. The rumble. Um, who do you, uh, I, uh, do you think the uh, match time is broken for the Rumble women's? I say no. No. But I do think the women's record for most eliminations will be broken, and I think that will be Rhea Ripley this year. Yeah, that could definitely happen. I think Rhea Ripley sets the bar, the new bar for uh, Rumble eliminations. Curtis Curtis says, I'm finally able to make it on to watch. If you're if you're still bowling, uh, we wish you the best on your on your bowling an exhibition um but thank you for hanging out with us if you are if you yeah i said bowling's stupid that's what exactly what i said but i know you (laughs) but i i've been picking on my entire family who've been bowlers their whole life so it's nothing personal against you um but if you are home uh their link is still in the chat you can come in and join us uh main card match position uh positions what do you think the opening match of the show is women's rumble you start with the women's rumble they kind of alluded to it. Like, they said something about it beginning with uh, the first woman and ending with the 30th man. I think they're going to open with the Women's Rumble. I say we do the Universal Championship first. Get that shit show right out of the way. Goldberg, and, <laughs> Goldberg jerking the curtain. I don't know if he's ever done that in his career. He's doing it this week because I just don't want to see him any later than that. <laughs> On my... this, is, this is Tony's wish fulfillment scorecard. <laughs> Match number. I mean, you utilize that as an intermission. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely my piss break. I'll tell you that. It's better be a quick pee. Um, I'm gonna say match three for my card is gonna be women's rumble. I think match five is gonna be the WWE Championship, and I think the main event is gonna be the men's rumble this year. I believe that is, will be the case as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, scheduled appearances. I guess we that's uh, they brought this back. This was not a thing that was on the cards for a while. It is. It is now Unscheduled back. Appearances, right. Uh, I think they have scheduled as well. Scheduled and un. Hmm. Uh, let me see. Scheduled appearances and unscheduled appearances. So I guess this is a way to. I think scheduled is where they put the match order, isn't it? Hold on. No, it just says schedule appearances, and you pick five. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Scheduled appearances are people who are already listed to be on the pay-per-view, so they will not count towards oh, unscheduled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so like you couldn't put, um, for unscheduled, you couldn't put Edge because he's already been classified as... Um, yeah. yeah, he's already announced he's in the Rumble. Yeah, there, there's plenty of people who aren't. That you can probably guess they're going to be in the rumble. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with some names that we already said here. I'm going to say Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, um, possibly Brock Lesnar. Our truth. Is he on the unscheduled? He's not on the. He's not scheduled. Yeah, our truth. I'll put in there. Uh, I'm going to put in Taya Valkyrie. There you go. Yeah, you're swinging for the fences on this one. I was going to say you're really well, really, really poorly. Listen, every year I book the greatest rumble in my brain, and that's not what translates. <laughs> um, AJ Lee is going to make her debut. No. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three kid. He's always at the top of that thing. Luther is on the list. I just typed in The Rock, and I got Luther. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, my phone's... Is any, any, any other picks that you guys have that you want to throw out there? Um... Hmm. I'd say the Hurt Business guy has to show up more. Yeah, I, I, I see a lot of those in there. Yeah, I'm going to go MVP. If, if Lashley's in the Rumble, MVP's going to at least be in his corner. I don't, I don't yeah. see him in the schedule. Yeah. And there you go. That's an example. Like, who would have saw MVP? Not only just coming back for the Rumble last year, but... But signing? Gonna, yeah, signing, and he's going to be a major player every week, which, good for him. Yeah. I love MVP. I'm glad he's there, but... I think Ricochet finds his way into the Rumble. I mean, the whole storyline was he wasn't in it, but maybe they do something in the pre-show where he, he worms his way in. I think yeah. he finds his way in. I think he finds his way in. Uh, the Retribution guys, I'm sure they'll be involved somehow. I, can I can I make a hot take here real quick? I know we're I know you I know some of us been pretty hard on the Retribution. I thought that match with him and, and uh, Xavier was pretty good. Hmm. With T Bar or whatever his name is, there. Yeah, but yeah, Dijak's a good wrestler. Like they're not bad yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Dio Madden's kind of. Uh, he, he's a little inexperienced, but he, he, he's the only one I, in the group that looks cool in his costume, but can't perform. <laughs> I, uh, uh, the, uh, what do they call him? Mace? I don't even mm. know. I gave I, up. I, I love his tights. I love his tights. He yeah. has great tights. Um, but yeah, Slapjack, it's the name is Slapjack. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Mustafa Ali is an amazing wrestler. Uh, Dijak's very good. There's, there's a and they finally did give it something like, oh yeah, we're going after the new day because Kofi took my spot. I do like that. I do like that they yeah, tried yeah. to does, tie it to a long Does, does Kofi enter the rumble? I think he's still hurt. I don't know. Oh, there's some, there's somebody for unannounced appearances. I think she's good to come back now. Uh, and you have to have somebody do the athletic. I almost got eliminated spot. Naomi. I think Naomi will be back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think. What's her name can do it too? The um, cat, the the ninja warrior girl. Oh yeah, Katie Catanzaro. Yeah, she she's she's crazy athletic. Yeah, I could see her in the rumble again. Yeah. All right. Anything you guys want to add before we get out of here? No, no. Right. Let's get some plugs out of the way. Brian, what do you got? Murder My Dude, uh, a comedy true crime podcast. We have a, a big milestone coming up this week on Thursday. Episode 100. 100 bills, baby. You guys hit 100, it. yeah. This is actually episode 90 we're doing right now for Tornado Tag. Yeah. Dang. Any, uh, what's a special topic for the 100? Uh, it's a it's a second part of a two-parter on my personal favorite true crime case, which is the Zodiac Killer. Oh, cool. Yeah, Very last cool. last episode was excellent. Go, definitely go check it out. Murder My Dude is that podcast where I listen to, I have listened to the entire catalog. I have listened to every single Murder My Dude, as well as uh, what Chris is about to plug here, his podcast. Yeah. 
Welcome back, Listen Mario and I. Every episode. Talking, talking things that we like and etc. <laughs> That's about it. Just a buddy cast where we're talking together and interview Tony. Check that out. It was super fun. I just, when I edited it last weekend, I was like, man, just getting to relive it was like super nice. <laughs> it, it was a great time. It was a really fun time. And then uh, yeah. PA Pile Driver podcast. That's right. That's right. PA Pile Driver Alpha tomorrow and beyond. Check them all out. Or if you only watch a couple of wrestling shows, find out which episode your show lives on and check that one out. So if you if you want to break that one down real quick, so beyond yeah. is, um, is AEW Pretty much anything who's that's not WWE is beyond. So that's they talk correct. Impact, independent wrestling, um, and and uh, uh, AEW Impact. Yeah, that whole all yeah. that fun stuff. And New Japan's yeah. on there as well. Then you have Alpha, which is main roster Raw and SmackDown. And then yep. you have Tomorrow, which is NXT. Now NXT also covers UK and right. uh, and the actual NXT show. Yeah, so if you think about it that way, Alpha is the primary shows, the flagship shows, uh, Ron SmackDown, and then tomorrow, NXT's bit is you know the, the stars of tomorrow, and then beyond is outside the WWE world. So if you're having trouble remembering, that's the idea there. And and it has broken down a little bit. They are some of them are pretty quick listens, and they they do a great job breaking all the matches down. Uh, I would say no shot to anyone else on, on on over on the PA, but I I really enjoy when Chris and Mario on. I think they do a, I do they think they do an excellent oh, job thanks. as well as Curtis. Curtis is a great host. Listen, sometimes yeah. I used to get some flack too, and people would be like, "Oh, you'd be nothing without your co-host," and you're absolutely right. But someone's got to <laughs> someone's got to host the show here and there. You know what I mean? That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, no, but you, everyone over there does a fantastic job. But I, I, I really I'm sorry uh, I said that. Okay. Yeah, that's all right, Brian. I'll <laughs> let you go. I mean, Brian, listen. I'm I am literally a guppy in a world of giant sharks when it comes to the the, the knowledge of Brian, Andy, and and Austin. Austin's our youngest yeah. member, and he he has some history because his dad has just been pumping wrestling into his brain since he's born uh, and his dad is insane knowledge when it comes to wrestling so i'm definitely way out of my element when it comes to this was he show. the one that drove the the rumble episode uh a little bit yeah yeah austin yeah uh so you guys do a fantastic everyone on the show does a fantastic job but i think I, I really really enjoy with what you you and mario bring to the table thanks friend yeah the real kilowatt what do we got over there boy so many things do them all <laughs> so many things. game five yeah oh, no, no, three. One, no. Uh, so obviously, as we said earlier, uh, got another hour and a half of GCW, I believe. Yep, over on YouTube. So feel free to check that on YouTube and Fight TV, and then rewind back to 9 a.m. today and check out the Cybernetico because it was awesome. Uh, speaking of the Cybernetico, Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Check out that catalog. It's dope. Uh, <laughs> check out February 14th, Camp Lovefrog. Mm. Loving it up. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, sexy. Um, so then you have me personally at Real Kill a lot on all social media and uh, the typical Wicked Turtle Network is uh, there as well with my pretty much weekly appearance on What Up Peeps where we find out what's up. What what movie you guys got coming out that you're going to review? I forget. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> no Holds Barred starring Hulk Hogan. Uh, I have a DVD if you ever want to borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i uh the last last thing you guys covered was i mean no actually this is two weeks ago when you guys covered uh yeah we skipped this week because of gcw because of gcw yeah yeah check them out they do some they do some tv and movie reviews and you get to find out what they think of them and yeah it's a lot of fun 
All right. Uh, and then also you have your high tension wellness coming out soon. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. I, I was sitting here thinking, don't forget to plug high tension wellness. It comes out <laughs> Monday. Um, God willing, it comes out Monday. Um, I'm waiting on two segments for the mental health aspect and the uh, physical health aspect, which I'm really excited about. Uh, preview, it's it's Kung Fu. Uh, <laughs> so that'll be a sweet little introduction to uh, how you, there's physical health um, or exercises through Kung Fu that also improve your mental health and mental state and discipline and all that. Who are some uh, who, who are some guests you have lined up for that show? Uh, so Ref Gina from Camp Leapfrog, uh, she's she will uh, be our first uh, guest with the Kung Fu, and uh, my friend, if you you're you're on the uh, the group page, my friend Derek Butler, uh, we worked together at a uh, academy for uh, adjudicated youth a while back, uh, so he is he works now in motivating uh, men in like just kind of like discovering their emotions and being more vulnerable and, and deconstructing, deconstructing modern masculinity um, through uh, trauma-informed therapy. It's not a real thing, bro. Don't come at me. Yeah. I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was just on a podcast. I, I don't know when it's going to be released, uh, but I was just on a po- his podcast, The Made Men Project. Uh, so I'm excited for that to come out as well. It's kind of a little bit of my life story is on there. No, nothing, nothing like you gave away on like, interviews on every. <laughs> nothing like nothing on this one that would disappoint my high school teachers, bro. So real quick, he was on interviews at Everyday People with with the Penguin, and uh, I don't know what happened, but he just started telling stories, and he told the story. <laughs> um, sorry, Chris. Yeah, sorry, Chris, for this one. But uh, <laughs> I know yeah, you're no. I know you're a man of the Lord, but it's about to get That's real right. Satanist here. Uh, <laughs> he told a story about uh, sticking his entire oh, hand Lord. into an ex girlfriend. No, no, not my hand. Oh no, no, not his hand. His girlfriend told a story how she went and got her, someone stuck her entire their her entire hand up her right. Yeah, yeah, some Sodom and Gomorrah stuff there. And she um, and he looked at her. May Young. Yeah, he looked at her. Yeah, he gave birth yeah, to a hand. No, it was a three day process of me like staring at her in disgust that like <laughs> ended up in. Hey, um, you gotta move out of my house. Yeah, you gotta get out of here. Wow, and he man. told the story on the podcast, and uh, we shared it on social media. Obviously, we put it right out there for the world to hear. And uh, I get a comment on the page, and it says, "Hey, Alex, you know, this is your old third grade teacher here, Mister Smith, and uh, really proud of what you came out to be, minus that whole fisting story." <laughs> <laughs> Third grade teachers should not know that word. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was hands down to this day my favorite comment that has ever oh been gosh. put on any of our podcast pages, um, and I, I immediately texted to Alex. He's like, "That just happened." I said, "Sure did, sure did." I had your elementary school teacher just say fisting on my podcast page, and I couldn't be more proud of myself. <laughs> yeah well thank you gentlemen um we i think we're gonna try to swing these a little bit more often maybe when it comes to big shows and stuff uh maybe we'll have more blocks in here we'll look more like the brady bunch but uh this is fun man it, it's a way to to kind of sneak another because i know we only we do want pretty much one episode a month sometimes we sneak in two so you never know this may be a truth behind illusion thing where we just surprise you with a quick saturday episode or tornado tag it is fun to co- uh, collaborate and get other people in there um unfortunately i didn't know 
who exactly was going to be joining in what. So if you guys send me uh, your information or just if you go back on this video and tag all your stuff for your your, your links, so we can do that as well. But thank you, gentlemen. Uh, it's been a blast, and we'll see you guys next time uh, for some more Tornado Tag Podcast. As long as I find this banner, we're going to awkwardly stare at the screen until the... Here's some Billy Trey. I almost said my dude reflexively there. Yeah. <laughs> you can say it if you want. I'll see you guys next time.